Hi, my name is Nugote, co-founder and creative director of Deem Journal. We're excited to introduce to you Deem Audio. Deem Audio is our exploratory approach to interviews, oral histories, and storytelling. Deem Audio will consist of five episode programs highlighting voices, themes, and topics within the Deem community. With that, I'd love to introduce our introductory series, The Sweet Fly Paper, hosted by Marquis Stillwell. For The Sweet Fly Paper, Marquis sat down with authors, thinkers, designers, and changemakers to discuss the power of design across disciplines and the power to create better conditions for the human experience. Of the original 10 recordings, we selected five episodes that really start to highlight how design can show up as social practice. Ranging from topics of process, identity, research, empathy, Marquise weaves together a strong narrative that really helps us to start to find new ways to think about how design shows up in our life. Hopefully you're able to pull some references and insights that can help you better understand or contextualize your practice as a designer and as a change maker. With no further ado, I would love to introduce Marquis Stillwell. My name is Marquis Stillwell, co-founder of Dean. And design shows up in the work that I do as a filmmaker, as a designer, as an entrepreneur, as an environmentalist, by making sure that people are at the center of everything that I do. And with people, it's about the process. It's about the process of how do we become we and how do we actually start to think about our relationship between each other. Design fell in love with the outputs and the outcomes. For me, I'm in love with the process. And the process for me begins with how we socialize together and how we work together and how we build. So everything that I do, design is a social practice, meaning that this is how we socialize, this is how we live together not designed as this outcome of elevated fidelity, but it's really about the fidelity of the process and how we connect to each other. That's the through line, and that's who I am as a designer. So Marquise, you participate in many mediums, both print and also film. Why audio? Why podcasts? The audio for me is about dialogue. It's that relationship that you start to build with the person that, whether it's your sitting cross or it's on video, and you start to really build this intimate conversation and back and forth, which is very different than other mediums where it's maybe one to many or many to many. Um, the interaction is very intimate. And then when it goes out, the ability for the audience to actually walk down the street and what they do is take that conversation and it may feels like it's out of context because they're sitting in a park or they're sitting in a car. But it's beautiful because we also bring them into the room as well. So there's a relationship of space and dialogue within the conversation. And so with the Sweet Fly Paper, you have a very eclectic and diverse group of thinkers, designers, different people who participate in design in different ways. What was the intention with the curation? Yeah, so when, when you think about the Sweet Fly Paper, first you have to acknowledge where it came from, right? And so the Sweet Fly Paper of Life was a book that was originally done to explore and investigate life in Harlem in the street. But it wasn't about street photography. It was literally people in the street and we were, they were taking photos and looking at life. And so for me, this intersection between city, people, and planet is a place for me to start to ask bigger questions 
and think about how do we live at these different intersections. And so for me, the Sweet Fly paper was about having a platform to investigate the intersections of life and really think about the why and the how we live, not just the what, and, and go deeper in those discussions with different types of points of view, different individuals from different walks of life to take that deeper and further. From the interviews and the conversations that you had, what were some of the insights or some of the things that you've been able to take away with you into your practice? The through line that I felt with the interviews was this idea of empathy and understanding the lived experience of empathy through storytelling. Storytelling is, is so important in regards to amplifying and even like really making lived experiences, the facts of lived experience, more tangible. And so the process comes in, empathy comes in. We really go deeper in the regards to how people are living their life and the process they go through to investigate, the process they go through with their art and what they're thinking. So it's really those deeper stories around what you may see as facts of who are they, where are they from, what do they do. But until you add story to it, it's just a baseline fact. And that's the beauty of the work that we do. Um, it's the beauty of being a designer. And I really believe that the Sweet Fly Paper amplifies that through each story. One of the things that stood out to me was process, research, and identity, in which you explore that in many different ways with some of your interviews. One that really stood out is Sarah Suede and her approach to process and research. Why was that important for you to highlight? Because we emphasize so much in design, the outcomes, the fidelity of outcomes, and we don't always celebrate and understand the process. And so for the conversation I had with Sarah, it was really important to get a better sense of her process. And I do believe that when we start to celebrate and elevate the process, the outcomes are elevated as well. But if we only think about the outcomes, I really believe that we're missing something in regards to an elevated outcome, an elevated outcome that is more human, that has more dignity to it, that has more story to it, that allows people to show up and see themselves in their spaces. And, and the way that Sarah does that is magnificent. Mel Chen also really highlighted empathy as part of the process. Where does empathy sit with your process? Empathy is everything. Again, empathy is a muscle. It's something that has to be built. And when you're listening to this conversation I had with Mel, you can really see the lived experience. You can hear the lived experience. You can feel the lived experience. And through that lived experience, that builds the muscle of empathy and understanding. Therefore, when you look at the work that is produced, you can see where he is able to express the space of how other people show up as well and how everyone can see themselves in the work and how he creates these bigger questions and narratives around his work through the use of empathy. But again, empathy is not this outcome or this thing that you can just grab off the shelf. It's a lived experience that requires vulnerability. And through that vulnerability, it builds your muscle to be empathetic towards others. Dr. Ingrid Walden did a very good job highlighting the need for duality and the need for individual approaches when it comes to design. Um, what did you take away from that conversation? Duality is, is really important. Um, this idea of identity and the way that we express ourselves. And as we are becoming more fluid in the way that we express our individual self 
in a larger context of this world, my hope is that we start to get rid of the boxes that we check and how we how certain entities, whether it's government or corporate, requires us to identify. And we start to get to a better place to where we can have not a double consciousness in regards to how we live our life, but a duality in the way that we want to be seen. You touched on vulnerability earlier. This is your first time recording a podcast. How did you go into this? And what were some of the things that you needed to learn and stretch and take on to be able to produce such a great piece of work? For me, the vulnerability was in regards to really trying to make that connection with the person that I was speaking with in that dialogue. Doing it in a way that we start to forget that there was a microphone, that this was being recorded, and that we just had a conversation. So how might we go from dialogue to conversation? How do we start to allow the audience to come in as well? So a lot of my research that I did, it wasn't about me um, investigating necessarily things that I didn't know. I wanted to think about what other people wanted to hear. What are some things that I want to be brought out? The other piece of this is how might I create conditions to allow the participant to bring forth something that they may not have thought of? That, ooh, that was a really good question. It's one of my favorite lines. When you, when you get someone to say that, is because I'm doing the research, I'm doing the reading, I'm investigating, and I'm getting to a place where we've created enough trust in the dialogue that it turns into a beautiful conversation. If there's one thing that you want the audience to look forward to and that you look forward to from the entire series, what would that be? I hope that the outcome is better questions. My hope is that when you're done listening is that you start clicking and Googling and you start to um, go deeper into the conversation. You start to hear and see what else they've been talking about. I hope you become a fan of them and you start to want to see their work more. And you also take on some of the ideas around practice and empathy and approach to your own work. And so my hope is that this is a, a learning library, a sound library, an audio place where people come and they come back to over and over again and they also start to share. Listen to Sweet Flypaper on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Dean Journal to stay up to date on upcoming episodes. Also, we would love to hear from you. Email us at hello at deemjournal.com with any questions or comments. Deem Journal, exploring design as social practice.